I'm Dominic Laurie, Head of Comms at TalkTalk, Talk, and all this week on Walking the Walk, we're celebrating the week of International Women's Day. Now, to do that today, we're going to talk to a man. Ian McDonald is co-chair of our Women in Tech Network. He's a strong believer in increasing female representation in tech. And to do that, he says, you have to look both outside the company as well as in. Ian, thank you very much for coming on Walking the Walk. You're unusual, some would say, although you probably don't see yourself in that way. You are a man who has you know, a prominent position in our female empowerment networks at Talk Talk. Tell me about what you do and, and how you see your role, what your role is. Yeah, so my role in our um, our women in tech community then is is co chair. So I helped to set this uh, community up with a colleague probably around eighteen months ago now. And really, I was passionate about getting involved at that stage because I was working in a large technical department, um, and it was quite clear that we didn't have the equal representation between the genders. We were having challenging recruiting. Uh, women into the de- the department. We just weren't getting um, applications, and I wanted to understand more why that might be and how we could support. And so it was key for me to to understand that initially. What what were the feelings at the at the time, Ian? That the reason that was, and was it just felt that if you don't get the applications, it's really hard to to go to the next step? What was what was the perception at the time about the reasons for that? Yeah, so I think I think it's easy to just think no one's applying, therefore there's nothing that you can do. And really, I was keen for us to explore that a lot more. So we worked with uh, a few different people to understand, is there maybe an unconscious bias in the way that we're writing our job descriptions? Is this a challenge that the roles come across as too technical, if you like, and that doesn't appeal to cert- certain demographics? And I think part of the challenge we also saw was when we went out to academic places, indeed even sort of secondary schools, we were finding that there's still stereotypes in place, that people still did have what seemed almost old-fashioned views in terms of what they wanted to do or what they felt they could do, whether they felt there was a a glass ceiling there of what they were able to do. Well, so you you would talk to a bunch of, say, A-level students or whatever, and you'd find that a large number of the girls felt they wanted to go into certain professions and a large number of the guys, or young men, boys, felt they wanted to go into others. There was that, that gender divide. Yeah, obviously it's a generalisation and, and I certainly wouldn't want to say that there's nobody breaks that mould, but it was a surprise to see the high percentage that sort of felt into that traditional view of where people wanted to go with their careers and looking and going actually technology has no place in my career for a lot of the women and a lot of the boys at that stage were very sort of excited oh it's building something that's what I want to get involved with and actually it just feels like as much as this being an academic thing of getting girls more interested in STEM subjects actually more needs to be done around how we can make this more appealing at those age groups, because it does seem that girls just don't naturally find that those subjects appeal to them at that age. What's it clear? sounds like the issue is it sounds like the issue is that there's a stereotype of the type of person that works in tech, and it's 
you know, that there's there's a everyone feels that the role is quite a narrow description, and you probably people picture a man of a certain type, of a certain age, maybe even a certain colour. So it's about shattering a stereotype is 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 what your what your job is and what you see your role. Absolutely, yes. And I think when we look at what we've tried to do in this in this network, that's exactly what we're trying to do within the company and then working externally as well, is to say this isn't scary. This is something you can get involved with. This is something where you'll be supported. But actually, look, it's people of all different backgrounds, all different demographics that make up a fantastic technical team. And actually, when we use words like technology or digital, that's also a very broad saying. There are many, many roles within that. Don't be scared when somebody says it's a technical role or you're working for a digital company, because actually the world we live in, more and more percentage of roles are going to be in that space. And there's nothing scary about it. It's funny, Ian, because I, I study languages. Um, I'm, a, I'm an artsy kind of guy. And um, I would never have ever thought that I could have a career in tech. And I was chatting to Jen Mossop Scott you know, the other day, one of our senior tech leaders, and she, she, she told me something surprising. She said, I actually came into this career from, a, from a, a liberal arts degree. And then I moved into neuroscience and then I moved into tech. So actually, it's just about saying there's lots of room for lots of different types of skills and different types of people. Absolutely. And actually, you build your best teams that way. So if you think about what we're trying to do in a digital world, we're trying to represent the world. We're trying to represent your customers. And actually having people who come from different backgrounds mean you're not thinking about things in a one-dimensional way. You've got people who bring different perspectives, different backgrounds to things, and it makes sure you're not just appealing to a very small percentage of your customers. And so it is brilliant. And we've done so many of these career stories with uh, women and allies across the group to hear how people have got into their roles. And it is, it's so heartening to hear those sort of different backgrounds, like you've talked about Jen having. Yeah, because it's almost like, it's not just, it's a man that goes into tech. It's a certain type of man. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a certain type of man that has a certain type of brain that dresses a certain way. I mean, we, we all can picture, can't we? Tech man. Yes. And it's, it's just wrong. It's, it's just, we, 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 can't, we can't run our talent like that, can we? Because we need, as you were saying, we need the creative. We need the, the dreamer. We need the process person. We need the, the numbers person all to be involved in this critical part of our company. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I think you've summed that up perfectly there. It is. It's that mix of people, mix of thoughts, introverts, extroverts, every type of demographic you can think of, really to make sure that you've just got a team that, that covers all those bases. So then bring it back to, to what we're talking about in International Women's Day Week, being an ally for women that want to get into tech, who are feeling a little bit apprehensive about it, never even thought about it because they bought the stereotype. What can you do? Uh, what can men do uh, and what are men doing in, in Talk Talk to make it easier? Yeah, so I, I think being an ally is something really key. I think if you if you think about the network that we've built, if it was by women for women only, it could achieve something, but it would almost be a them in us situation. I think allies are really key across all of our networks. And I think the key thing in being an ally 
is to listen, to learn, and to take action to make make a difference. So that might just be looking around a room and seeing it's being dominated by certain voices. And you can take that opportunity to say, actually, we've not heard from this person or we've not heard from that person and making sure people feel comfortable there. To challenge when somebody says something that makes you feel uncomfortable and you think, how does that make the person that might be on the receiving end of that feel? That's maybe not acceptable to say. But I think then for me in my role, really, it's a big piece around I guess, marketing, if you like, is creating more awareness. It's about giving a forum for people people to speak and understand. And as I say, educating. And when I talk about educating, I mean, educating others, of course, through, through what we're doing, but continuing to educate myself. Because I, you know, I came into this as a coacher, but I've learned so, so much through the process and will continue to learn both in this network and with the other networks that I work closely with. It's interesting, Ian, you, you, you didn't really mention women. You talked about people and you talked about, for example, confidence and people being silent in a room. Now, that's something that men do as well. I know some pretty quiet men that, you know, perhaps don't feel confident enough to, to talk uh, when there's an alpha woman in the room, <laughs> you know. Um, so what you're saying is, you're talking about issues that unite everybody, really. So, and, and I guess that's important to, to talk about what we share, what, what our common challenges are as well. Yes. And I think that that goes back to breaking down the stereotypes, if you like, in the, a lot of the sessions we run come from what our female members of the network have maybe raised as these the challenges that we see. But the, the way that we can present those sessions a lot of people who come to that, regardless of gender, take a lot from. Because actually, we've, we've run sessions recently on imposter syndrome. We've run sessions on social styles. And actually, the conversations are absolutely not, oh, this is a gender thing. It's a personality thing. It's about everyone being a unique individual. And I think that's part of the stereotypes, as we talked about, to go, oh, women lack confidence or women will feel imposter syndrome, actually. Some women may do, lots of women won't, but lots of men will as well. And it's trying to break that, that stereotype down. And ultimately, what we want to do with this network is, is focus on those gender similarities and gender differences, because a big part of being equal here is not just to change how it is to be a woman in tech, it's to change how it is to be a person in tech. It's to open up. Actually, men can behave and feel a certain way. because as you talked about earlier, men probably also feel a need to behave in a certain way if they're to get ahead. You look at stereotypes in other ways. And actually, part of that being a high-functioning team, as you talked about, is probably to, to not just have women in particular roles or men in particular roles or people who behave in a certain way. It's to see, actually, you don't have to be a certain alpha male, as you talked about it, character to get a particular role or to be in a particular place. Actually, being yourself is what we want from every individual here at Talk Talk and to embrace that and support that and help each other learn from other people who are the same in many ways, but have that, that uniqueness. That's all for today. If you like the podcast, please subscribe in your podcast app. And if you have time, give us a review. 
If you have a suggestion or question, get in touch on Twitter at TalkTalkGroup. You can follow us there or also on LinkedIn. Thanks a lot for listening.